12 years ago, right about now, my family began their homeschool journey after a couple years in the public school system. And I had a third grader, a first grader, and a preschooler. And I went into this and I just straight up recreated the classroom at home. Do you know why? Because it's all that I knew. And one of the reasons, one of the many reasons that we, my husband and I, decided to homeschool and took our daughter out of the public school system after second grade was because of the stress. Can you imagine being a, what, five, six, seven, eight-year-old and being stressed out about school, the crying, and I found myself straight back to what I said I was taking her from. And I found that she was crying with homeschool and I knew that I needed to make a change. And it was a long journey, unfortunately. I wish I could say, hey, you know, snap my fingers and the next day thing is completely changed. It was a long journey. Why? Because I had no idea that it could be anything different. And it is exactly why I share everything that I do about homeschooling right here on the podcast and have now decided to So I have my course, Clarify Your Homeschool, and I will talk about that some too here. It is like the ultimate course right there. But some of you mamas just need like, I need to get this done. I need one week or maybe a couple weeks. It depends on how long you want to take. You might only have a week to get everything figured out. But I just want just something quick, snappy, that I'm just going to be able to get to everything just Right now, I just need to figure out exactly the decisions that I have to make. And that is why the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling is now available. For you mamas who are just looking for a smaller investment, but you're like, I still need to make those decisions. I want to know exactly what curriculum I need to get for each one of my kiddos. How am I going to set up my days? What is my homeschool space going to look like? We're going to cover all of those things. And I can tell you right now with 100% certainty, that if I had this information 12 years ago, I wouldn't have had to take those couple of years of stumbling and fumbling and trying to figure out why are my kids crying about this? Oh wait, I'm recreating the classroom at home. And so in the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling, we are going to make that switch. We're going to not recreate the classroom and I'm going to show you exactly step by step how to set up your homeschool. All right. I know you're excited to do so. You can head over to littlebylittlehomeschool.com for all of the details and all of the information. This is for anybody who is thinking about homeschooling or anybody who has already started homeschooling and you are into the thick of it here, whether it's a couple days, couple weeks, couple months, or maybe it's even a year. And you're like, I really didn't set this up very well. I need that solid foundation. Go ahead and jump into Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling, and you can head over to littlebylittlehomeschool.com. But today now, we're going to talk about three specific steps so that you, no matter where you are in your homeschooling journey, you can stop recreating the classroom at home. And we're going to talk about how to break free from the school mindset in your homeschool, because you know who has to break free from that? It's you possibly some of your kiddos, but mostly mama, it's you. Okay, let's get into all of this good stuff right now. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. 
And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, homeschool mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Did you realize that with homeschooling, that you, homeschool mom, you get to make the rules? Did you know that? And you know the flip side of that? When you make the rules and then sometimes break them, you don't get in trouble because you have made the rules. Now, yes, there are homeschool regulations, but when it comes to the day-to-day or how those are carried out, you get to decide what that looks like. But as moms, who most likely, most of us, have gone through the public school system, we are going to find ourselves constantly and consistently gravitating towards one way of learning. That way of learning is what we learned, what was modeled to us, what we went through from kindergarten to 12th grade and maybe beyond if you went on to college. But let's just focus on kindergarten through 12th grade. There was one way of learning. There was one way that hap- of how that happened. And that's what we did every single day for those 13 years. And don't be surprised and don't be upset and don't be embarrassed when you keep gravitating back towards that one way of learning because it was modeled for us for so long and we were in the system. The first step here in order to stop recreating a classroom in our homeschool, here it is. Number one, I want you to recognize school versus education. Those are two different things. And now again, It does not mean that you cannot receive some education in school, but let's look at those two as two big models. So picture two different categories, and I'm just going to lay it out for you for each category. Let's start with the school category here. When it comes to school, children learn information for a test. Basically, we are loading information into their mind, followed by taking a test, and then what happens afterwards? There is a brain dump. Just all that information comes back out. We have to shove all this stuff into their heads, and then they're going to regurgitate it back on a test, and then they're going to move on. Now, that does not mean that the information isn't built upon, but the way that the school figures out if you know something that they want you to know is through a test. And that kind of has to happen when you have a classroom of 20, 30 kids sitting there, right? School also requires a lot of following orders. Don't ask questions about those orders. We just need to follow those orders. This is the time we can do this. This is the time we can do that. Now, this doesn't mean that in our home and in homeschooling that we don't have order to our home, that we don't have parameters, that there aren't rules. There are. But when it comes to school, don't ask any questions. Don't ask any furthermore. This is what we are studying today. And that's what you have to do again in school but we're not just doing school, are we? Nope, we're going to homeschool. Also in school, kiddos are forced to learn all the same things or certain things. There is a scope and sequence. If you look at the public school uh, regulations, it'll tell you exactly what every kiddo is supposed to be learning. So the entire state is learning the same thing in the same grades. Is that good? Is that bad? Well, you can kind of explore that a little bit more. I don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing, but like how often in life are you asked to um, 
recite the presidents all in order. I remember having to do that in fifth grade. It was so, so, so stressful. And again, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's good to know something about history and and all the different presidents. But what if we instead told stories and we heard uh, information about the lives of the presidents? That would probably stick better than just memorizing their names. Or how about, since we're picking on history, I really enjoy history, but since we're picking on it, When is the last time somebody asked me the date that a certain battle took place in, I don't know, uh, let's say Europe, somewhere that's even further away? How often in life do people ask you those things? They don't. What if we knew the story and the why and the reasons behind those different battles? Next thing when it comes to school is there are bells ringing, telling you when you can go from certain uh, classrooms or certain subjects to another. So The subjects that we're learning, it is compartmentalized. You could really, as a student, be getting into a science class and then be asking some questions and the bell rings. Oh, stop, close out the books, go on. Learning has to stop at that point because there is a system. There is, we need to go on, there is order that we need to go on to the next classroom. Now, when it comes to education, what if education instead was exploring the world? And if you have children around you for more than a minute and your homeschool mom so you have them around you a lot children are naturally curious you will hear all day long why this why that they want to know education fosters that curiosity it feeds their curiosity all of the questions now i know he probably can't answer every single the you know thousand questions that they ask every single day to a super in-depth level But we give them the time then. Education gives them the time to expand upon their curiosity, to get answers to their questions, and to explore the world. Therefore, we are able to engage deeply into topics. And we don't have to cover every single topic. What do you think is better? Maybe to know, memorize the dates of every single battle in, say, World War I. Or to really get in depth and just study a small section of World War I. Yeah, it's good to know the, the whole scope of things. But when we can engage deeply into topics, whether it's science or it's history or it is something in our language arts or math, there is so much more. So the first step here in order to stop recreating the classroom at home, Mama, is I want you to recognize the difference between school and education. And this is going to come up time and time again. And it will take you time and that's okay. It's okay. If maybe you're a couple years in, you're like, oh, I still forget this once in a while. That's all right. Step one is recognizing it. Okay. Step two here is I want you to realize that education and your homeschooling can happen anywhere. And homeschool is not You, mom or dad, standing up in front of your children, lecturing them about a topic and requiring them to raise their hands to answer questions. That's not what homeschool looks like. Now, yes, you can have a homeschool space. And I talked more about this in episode 69. It completely depends upon your home, your family, what the feel is that you want for your homeschool. So that doesn't mean that if you have a room dedicated to homeschool, that that is wrong. That's okay. Nobody says that it's wrong, okay? You might not have a space at all. So go ahead and listen back to episode 69. 
But we can, we need to recognize also, we need to then start to implement the fact that homeschooling can happen anywhere. So here, if you're like, oh, I don't know, we just always sit in one spot. Well, why don't you move around a little bit? Here's some ideas. How about morning time in the living room? Or if the weather's nice, how about morning time outside? We also have the amazing ability and the time to take field trips. I'm not sure what your history is with field trips when you were in school, but I remember going on one field trip every single year. And when I got to high school, we like went to an amusement park, which was just a fun day, which was fine. We do that as homeschoolers as well, okay? But we can take field trips. Some families take weekly field trips. Now, those don't have to be extravagant. The weekly field trip could be also include going to the playground and meeting up with some friends. But it's a really great time of the year, especially right now in the fall, to get on some field trips. There's farms that are open. There's just a lot that uh, opportunities for you to go ahead and take. Now, if you're listening to this later on down the road, it doesn't mean that there aren't field trips. Over the wintertime, now I'm kind of assuming I'm taking a little bit of liberties here to assume that your weather's a bit like mine, but maybe it's not. But for us, in the fall, we try to do a lot of outdoor field trips. In the winter, we'll do things like museums, things that are inside. And then we do our skiing and that kind of stuff too. And then the spring, we try to venture out a little bit more as well. But you can do field trips. Those count as school days. And just watch your children just... Their eyes will be wide and they'll just be soaking it all in. And also the bonus, everybody's usually pretty exhausted that night afterwards. But let's go back to the beginning here when I was talking about this, that homeschool can happen anywhere and that we aren't lecturing and they're not raising their hands. The opposite of that is what we should be doing in homeschooling. And that is having a discussion with our children and letting our children discuss matters and ideas and things that they have learned with each other. So instead of standing there or even just sitting there and doesn't mean that you can't read, reading is great, but take pauses then and have a conversation, have a discussion about what was just read. So maybe it's science and you just learned about something that is outdoors. Maybe if you didn't, I would recommend also do your science outside. That actually makes it a lot of fun, but stop go outside. Maybe you're learning about birds. Stop, go outside and look for those different birds. Maybe you're learning about snails. Let's take a look in the backyard and see if we can find any snails. Homeschooling can happen anywhere and it should be more of a discussion with our children. And the really cool thing, which if you haven't been homeschooling long, you might not realize this and I want you to tuck this in the back of your mind, but you are going to learn a lot when it comes to homeschooling. You're going to learn so much information about the world, about history and science and language arts and math that either you didn't learn at all or that you just forgot. And now that you are actually teaching your children these things, you're going to find it so much more interesting. And that simple fact that you are finding it interesting and you are finding enjoyment in providing education for them is going to be contagious and they're going to see it as well. And they're going to then soak that up and be excited about learning with you too. Step number three is I want you to listen really carefully here, but there is no such thing as ahead or behind. I want you to ditch those books and those websites. And you're going to know exactly what I'm talking about that list all the things you need to teach your child in certain grades. I want you to throw those away. Actually, I don't even want you to donate them anywhere. 
because I don't want anybody else to pick them up. I want you to burn them or throw them away. Those are other people's metrics and they're designed by a system that you're no longer in and a system that wants to push every child down the same path. Learning and education, it is not a race. Your child is right where they need to be right now. If you listen to the episode right before this one about reading, I talked about the fact that the average age of kiddos learning to read is between the ages of 5 and 12. The system says no. It needs to be at 5 or 6, and if it's not, they need to be in a special class. They need special uh, tutoring. They need a separate um, way of teaching them. Your child is right where they need to be right now. As long as you are pouring into them and you are providing resources and you are sharing with them the excitement of learning about the world, they will be fine. Make your goal forward progress. That's it. Okay? We're not making our goal that by the end of the year they have. Now, it's fine to have goals, but we need to also make those goals They need to be a little fluid, a little malleable. And we say, you know, by the end of this year, I'd like them to be able to read some simple picture books or X amount of picture books. There's nothing wrong with that. But understand that it might not be a goal that is actually attainable right now. Our goals could be more of making forward progress. So if you're in the middle of, say, your homeschool year, stop and look. If you're like, oh, getting nowhere, stop and look where you were a couple of months ago and how that kiddo was doing and say, wow, they've actually made progress. And we didn't notice because we're so busy just with our heads down in the mundane day to day. Now, some of these days, we're going to make some great leaps. And other times, their progress is going to be really, really small. That's okay. I don't want you to think in your mind anymore about ahead or behind. That is is what recreating the classroom at home is. And you're not gonna do that anymore. We think, oh, they're so behind. Don't worry about what the school is doing down the street. Don't worry about what their friends are doing in school. Don't worry about what their cousins are doing in school. You focus on educating your child. Remember we talk about education, giving them the opportunity to explore the world, allowing them to continue with their curiosity and engaging topics deeply. So what do you think about all that? I know, it can be a little bit overwhelming here. I know, but I promise I've got your back. And you can head over to littlebylittlehomeschool.com and the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling. We are going to go over how to set up your homeschool so that it is not recreating the classroom at home because we don't have to. Did you know that? We don't have to recreate the classroom at home and we get to do it in a way that is going to honor our family and the vision that we have for our children and who we want them to be and how we want to spend our time. And just remember, overall, this is something that us as homeschool moms have to continually work on. And it's something that we really should share with our husbands as well, because they are going into homeschooling and with the same mindset that we had because they most likely had the same education that we had as well. And there is fear, there is worry in how our kiddos are gonna turn out. And that's not a bad thing. That is actually a good thing. It shows care and concern and love. So don't get upset with him when he doesn't quite see things as you see it. Share with him, share with him this podcast overall, share with him this episode or any specific episodes. When you go through 
uh, the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling. Have him go through it with you so that you are on the same page, the two of you, because you're a team with this homeschooling. No matter who takes what subjects or who takes on the most responsibility for homeschool, you're still a team when it comes to raising your children. So real quick, let's go over those steps. Step one is to recognize school versus education. Number two is realizing that homeschool can happen anywhere. And third, there's no such thing as ahead or behind. If you are looking to begin your homeschool year, head on over to littlebylittlehomeschool.com for all the details on the Beginner's Guide to Homeschooling. I am excited about you beginning homeschooling. I am even more so excited for you recognizing these things. Like I said earlier, it took me way too many years and 12 years ago, I had no idea that this even existed. And now I have this awesome blessing of being able to share it with you. All right, friends, have a really good rest of your day. I hope your homeschool day has been a good one and has been a blessing to you. And we'll see you back here uh, after the weekend on Monday again. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.